Hello, everybody, and a very good morning to today's webinar. Today's webinar is all about saying goodbye to QuickBooks Desktop and hello to QuickBooks Online. And with me today is the one and only Roz Hodgson, which, in my opinion, is the expert on QuickBooks Desktop. Um, she is the one we always go to. It's either talking about QuickBooks Desktop or talking about QuickBooks Reports. So either way, we always think about uh, Roz. So, Roz, first of all, do you want to give kind of a, a hello and talk about it? Um, yeah. Hi, everybody. So really great to be here with Aaron, the QuickBooks chap, the king of QuickBooks Online. Um, so, yeah, I run a, an account. Primarily, we're, we're a bookkeeping and um, outsourced finance company based in High Wycombe. Um, but I am what I used to introduce myself as years ago, an old desktop head. So my clients are almost exclusively now on QuickBooks Online, but I still retain clients who use desktop who I consult about desktop, who I do conversions for on desktop. Um, and my normal claim for, to fame was when the UK desktop care team came to the UK, I went and helped to train the UK desktop team. So I was ended up being there for almost a year in and out training. So desktop was my thing. And I still love it. And there's a bit of a tear. I have a little bit of a weep at the end. Yeah, it's going to be emotional, isn't it, when it, it finally is. comes through. But more on that in a moment. Uh, quickly, just let people know exactly what this is all about. Well, first of all, we are live. So if you are listening to this back at any other way on demand or anything else, then we are going live again on the 22nd of June. The reason you might want to go live is because that gives you the opportunity to ask questions as and when they happen. And all you need to do is post them in the comments and we will get questions and answer them as we go along, including which, what I'm just about to put in there, is a link to today's slides, which includes a nice little cheat sheet that Roz has wonderfully put together, which is going to help you if you've got any issues or anything regarding there. And also going to give you the opportunity to book some time in with Roz as well to uh, maybe go through some uh, more peculiar or particular questions you have. So without further ado, let's carry on with today. I think the first and the most important thing is to let everyone know exactly what is going on. When it comes to QuickBooks Desktop, so anyone out there who still is on QuickBooks Desktop at this point in time, please heed this warning. You have got only what we are now. Is it 22 days? Oh, That's right. Days, yeah. yeah. Doing my maths there. <laughs> <laughs> might, might make as an accountant yet. Um, we've got 22 days left until the 30th of June deadline. Um, now, we'll be completely honest. We've had conflicting reports of exactly what's going to happen on the 30th of June, but we think we've got well over 90, 95% of what is going to yeah. happen. So 30 of June is going to come along. The most, the thing that's definitely going to happen is QuickBooks themselves will not offer any more support for that product going forward. Um, that also means that you're not going to be able to file your VAT returns via that product anymore from that date. And from what we know for, or the conflicting part is the fact that we've been told that depending on what type of license you've got, either it's in per per perpetuity or if you're paying for the license on a regular basis, on a monthly basis, there is a very high possibility that not only will you not be able to use the solution going forward, it will lock you out, but there are reports as well that you will lose access to the data itself. And I think that's the contentious point that we're yeah. not 100% sure of, but we can tell them, isn't it? I'm not sure how many people still can operate using the old version. So if you remember, those of you who've been using desktop for a while, you used to get your physical download, your physical disk, uh, and then you used to get the download, right? And so um, 
if you are if it's still possible that you are operating on that kind of license but i'm not sure for many people it really is um because that's a, a physical download on your machine then you may still be able to continue using it so a really good example of that Aaron might be charities yeah right who don't need to file that uh, on their 2008 they're not bothered about the update you know it's an, it's on a computer in the corner and they may still be able to keep doing what they used to do because they're not on a subscription i think those are the only people who can keep going with that license i think yeah. everybody else is as far as we know is going to lose access yeah and I, i've been speaking to clients about it um or, or people who are just reaching out on the channel and everything else and i think a lot of people i mean there's there's I think what the problem is, is we've had conflicting messages from QuickBooks themselves, unfortunately, from Intuit. Um, I was under the impression that it would just become read-only from that date, which is not great, but at least that means you still have access to the data, right? You can still see it. But we have been told by some people that when the 30th of June comes along, you're not even going to be able to open up the file. It will just, just die as soon as you press the button. Hmm. Um, and we've had people saying, that, well, they're going to put it on a computer where they've pulled the, tap, the, the clock back and it's... It's back to 20, 2008 or whatever, and, yeah, and they're yeah. going to keep it running there. They, those situations and those solutions are going to be a fine temporary fix, I'd, I'd assume, and maybe you're going to get away with that for a bit. But software like this, you need that support. There's always yeah. something to go yeah. wrong, isn't there? And, I mean, and to my embarrassment, I have in my loft discs, physical discs. Remember yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've probably got versions back to 2008. I mean, unused versions, sample. Now, what I don't know is if I tried to load them, if I still had a machine with a disk drive, right? If I tried to download them, they've got the serial number, the login and everything. But that verification, even of the serial number to some extent, did it go somewhere? Does Do I need, do you know what I mean? Is, would that still even work? Um, so yeah, we, you know, hopefully, uh, someone from QuickBooks will reach out to us after this and give us the definitive what will happen on the 30th of June to your software. But yeah. we do know that uh, as you'll come to, that there is this backup, this data export backup tool that effectively will hold your data should you have some sort of that investigation for the, the six years, right? So it was going to hold it to, to 2030 for you. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and at bare minimum, we'd recommend before the 30th of January, at June, do make sure you've got that data, right? At the bare minimum, let's make sure that it's off there. Just in case if, worst case scenario, if 30th of June comes along and we don't have access to that data. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah very, absolutely. very important. And just, I just wanted to add to that, because I've put a cheat sheet, like you said, of reports to to download all the things I could think of. And I've just thought, actually, if you're VAT registered, I would I would do a data dump of all your VAT returns painful yeah. is it oh at least the last six years right so yeah. do your, your all your that summary and detail reports for the last six years so you've got those separately definitely and that's one of the benefits that quickbooks desktop had right you actually had a copy of the uh the vat report itself sat there yeah. waiting to go so yeah yeah brilliant take advantage of that one so that's the current situation um i suppose there is a bit of frustration out there in the fact that there doesn't seem to be too much buzz around this there's not a lot of people talking about it but I think may, mainly it's, you know, the emails that you should be, should have got already, should be pushing there. Um, I've not seen too many people say there was much in product saying about this. There's not like a, a big warning page coming up or anything. 
so yeah hopefully there is and it's just that it's not been reported about but mm. either way heed the warning 30th of june is fast approaching yeah so and i just if, guess my my call out okay. there is that i'm nervous if there's any accountants on here bookkeepers is do your clients know right it's yes. you make because it might be that there's somebody in in you know a company that's merrily plotting you know plodding away unaware ignoring all their emails from Intuit like they normally do and then it's suddenly going to go and they didn't know it was going uh, that always happens right yeah 100 um, and, and if you want to learn more about the current situation and what people think about it i would definitely highly recommend people go and talk about the accounting web um post that was recently done or um article they recently wrote myself tom and uh, ryan were, were contributors to that one and you know it has got some interesting aspects in there as, as to what people think about it and everything else. There was a, a funny quote in there about how some people turned around and went, oh, QuickBooks desktop still a thing? Is that, is that still around? <laughs> still so, there? <laughs> yeah, that's still there. Well, that died ages yeah. ago. But no, there are a lot of people still using it. Um, and I think this is going to be a huge shock to, to a vast, uh, to a, yeah. unfortunately, a, a large proportion of people who are unaware. Yeah. So that's why we did this webinar. Let's move on to what um options you have so Russ, do you want to kind of talk through what options you've been moving people over to and maybe why why they've been moving there we're going to cover mostly well in this webinar we're talking about how you can move to quickbooks online the benefits and workarounds and everything else that's there but it is right to kind of point out other alternatives isn't it yeah absolutely and what we've been doing is talking to people and kind of just finding out what what they're using it for right and and i would say 95% of people have just been able to move to QuickBooks Online. You know, it's been a case of although QuickBooks Desktop does all this fantastic stuff, when you actually break it down to what they're using it, they, you know, they're doing money in, money out, reconciling the bank. <laughs> and often that's it, right? So it hasn't impacted them. The ones that it has impacted are the ones who have stock, and we'll come on to why this is an issue. Um, those yep. who have stock or those who have um, multi-currency or quite a complex setup, lots of staff, etc. Um, and uh, they've gone to the alternatives. They've gone to uh, NetSuite, spoke to someone this week that, that have gone to NetSuite, um, Sage, uh, those two because of the stock and the complexity and the size of the NetSuite was because of the size and complexity of the business they had and that they had multi-currency, they had staff overseas, etc. Um, Sage because of the stock uh, and, and one that I've looked at, but I don't have, know anybody that's used it is actually I put it on the Zoho, Zoho books because Zoho also have an inventory that links really well. Mm. So it's a it's a jump in terms of cost because you, I think, believe you do need the two and one's an add-on. Um, but it's been a good option for those with inventory. Um, and I haven't put SOS inventory on there, but they are, we'll come on to them later in terms of things that work with QuickBooks online. So the alternatives I've put here is where people have moved away. They've just gone, oh, I need to go and have something else because of stock or multi-currency but we'll come on to things that will work with QuickBooks um, later on. Yeah. And the interesting point there is none of those are desktop replacements. They're all online, aren't they? And I think that's the the, the truth, really, of, of what's happening. It's the desktop. And we're going to talk, come on to why online is so important in a moment. But desktop 
isn't going to be the most favorable way of moving over to it. And I think that's a massive culture shock to some people yeah. who are yeah. desktop through and through. They've never known anything else. Yeah. Um, another shout out that probably should should be on here is I, I had a particular client who they decided they were going to, that, that subscription cost that they were going to do, they were going to put that into a really complicated and, 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 um, beneficial for them stock system and they that's what they've invested their subscription like for like almost in terms of that um, and what they've done from a accounting point of view is because they were already with um natwest they they got a free version of free agent so and i think that's quite common at the moment where people are kind of prioritizing their stock management maybe find something that maybe works a little bit better for them they can streamline processes things like that and i think that's a definitely an, an alternative way it's not just at this point, or, or for, for people who are on QuickBooks Desktop, they're normally on QuickBooks Desktop because of the stock complexities yeah. or something yeah. like that, isn't it? And just a shout out there, because I put Sage on there, the, the, the one desktop version that um, people have, have not seen anybody actually move but have looked at is actually Sage 50. Sage Line 50 yeah. is almost, yeah. and it, it, it feels very backward stepping for me, I, I have to be honest. However, it is a good stock module. Um, yeah. So, um, and it was, it was comparable. So um, there are people who are looking at that as an option for stock. Yeah. And I, I, I'll hold my hands up. Like while you were the queen of QuickBooks desktop, I was QuickBooks line 50 all the way through. Right, Sage. First page, sorry, Sage yeah. line 50 all the way through. Yeah. yeah. And so I get it. I get why people would jump to, jump to that platform. Yeah. Right. So. We've talked about it, QuickBooks Online. Why should they move there in the first place? What benefits are they going to get from it? And I think for me and you, it's obvious, right, isn't it? We we deal with it day in, day out. We train it all the time. We talk about it. And we almost forget, actually, how beneficial that having a online, a cloud-based solution can actually be. And it's yeah. the simple things. It's having the option to be able to get access to it anywhere having the option if you needed to you and you're on the beach because you're on holiday and you forgot to file your VAT return you could get that VAT return filed right there is yeah. nothing stopping you um you can give access to your accountant so they can help you can have multi-user access so they can they can bring in um you can have it on mobile devices the list of the advantages of being on a cloud-based solution just keep going just the other day I, I did a video on a little short video where it's in the background a little VR unit and I was filing my my accounts and VAT return in VR. Like that's it seems futuristic and far fetched, but it's just because it's relying on technology where you just log into the solution, like you do with Facebook, like you do with Instagram and your social platforms. You're logging into that platform, and then you're getting access to your full version. And the biggest wow factor that most people see is that connection to the bank. Right, that's where people go. Wow, that's saved me a lot of time. Yeah. What what what's when people are first talking to you and you're trying to sell or quote promote quickbooks or any form of online cloud based solution what's what's the number things number one thing that you talk about when you're when you're trying to bring them over so definitely it's going to be that anytime access you know the fact that i mean just a really good example a client of mine that hopefully is watching they they yesterday actually were waiting for their accountant to come over and yep. run their VAT return or their year end, you know, do that update for them on the premises. Now, sure, some people have got it on the server and that sort of thing, but 
you know, even when I work with QuickBooks Desktop now, either I have to remote in, you know, or we have to use Team Viewer. And it is that whole thing of anytime access. If I've got client on QuickBooks Online, they ask me to have a look at something, I can just log in from anywhere. But it's it's if you're coming from desktop to online, it's the bank feed. It's the game changer. And I have heard people talking about going to QuickBooks Online, but I won't turn on the bank feeds yet. No, you know, to me, that's like going to the Caribbean on holiday and going, but we'll stay inside and watch, you know, and we'll watch the football. You know, you go because of the sand and the beach, right? So it's, yeah, it's the game changer. It's And, and I think the biggest thing I would say to people moving from QuickBooks desktop to online is that's the thing, the remote access to having it on your phone, um, having things updated in real time. Right. So that is what what makes the difference. Um, but also what I'll say is when and maybe we'll have a look at desktop and online in a minute. It's that it looks the same, but it's different. There are similarities. Mm. And I think the biggest shock that people have to some extent is they think it's going to be QuickBooks desktop on the cloud. And I think we've forgotten about that transition because so many of our other clients moved so long ago that I've I'd forgotten some of the pain points that they have when they realize it's quite different to QuickBooks desktop. That that I think people do need to get their head around and how it works differently as well. Yeah. I think another thing that I, a lot of people need to take a point of is QuickBooks online has matured vastly over the p- past couple of yeah. years. Um to the point where we are We are not at feature parity, unfortunately, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But vast majority of the features that you you can get on desktop are now available on QuickBooks Online, and that wasn't the case what five years ago, four years ago when you know when first people properly started using it. Um, And I think if you are kind of thinking back to then, then I would urge, and and this again, this is what today is all about having a fresh look at it and thinking it in a different way because it has come leaps and bounds from when it first released. Yeah. And that's the beauty of an online product. It just constantly upgrading, constantly yeah. moving. Um, so I do feel like a lot of people who, because because that's conversation topics I've had, right? A lot of the times it's, oh, I tried QuickBooks five years ago online. It didn't work for me. Um, that's why we never moved. That might have been true five, five years ago. It might not have had the features you need. But now, especially with what's called QuickBooks Advanced, which we'll talk about, there are a lot more features on there that, that bring it back up to as close as, as we can get at this point to feature parity, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there are very few things, and we'll come on to some of them that are different. There are very few things that you can't do um, that I now go, oh, if I was on desktop, I could do. I, You know, I can't think of the last time I thought that about something that I wanted to do and you're right five years ago you know people going where's that report and where's this and and you know you were trying to find workarounds but mostly it's you know it's all there it's all there and there are a few differences but we'll talk about that invoicing you know is one of the things you don't have that the way that you used to be able to with desktop you could you could almost draw your invoicing (laughs) you could configure it that much and you don't have that range of configuration I think that's one of the the biggest things that sometimes people miss um but can I honestly say I had this conversation with someone about their invoice who they were so precious about it 
mostly the customers don't care. They care what, what's that number in the box at the bottom and all of that design thing that you thought was so important. Once they changed, nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cared. And and it, it kind of moves on nicely to one of the other big benefits, which is the ecosystem that you get with having online. So Absolutely. most of the people, when they when they now send an invoice, what they're, you know, yes, it may not look exactly the same. Yes, there may be slight differences here and there. But what they go straight away is, wow, like I can make a payment just by clicking a button now or yeah. I can have GoCardless, which is a solution that works really well, where direct debit, you can send an invoice out and then it will automatically collect that money from the the um, from, from the customer. And this is all part of what we call the ecosystem, the app store, the, yeah. the other add-ons that we get to add on to QuickBooks. It could be stock management you've already met, it could mentioned. It could be actually bringing in eBay and Amazon sales and e-commerce yeah. platforms and connect them. It's fast, right? The, the, yeah. the app store we could talk about for hours and hours and hours upon end about all the solutions there. And that's what opens up because we've got an online product, right? Yeah, we need to show them, Aaron. I feel this is the time and place. <laughs> I think because I, they're, gonna, they're hopefully either watching or in replay, they're going to be people watching this who've never maybe seen QuickBooks Online and just don't know, does it look the same? Does it feel the same? So if you're okay, I think we should show them yeah. Uh, what it looks like. Uh, I've got desktop on my screen. If we, if you ever want to swap and see what what it doesn't do, but you know, if you're looking at that, and I'm looking, I've got desktop on the other screen, so it looks familiar, right? Yeah. You've got the same left navigation that you're used to. Um, you know, you've got the sort of the screen at the front that you can see your balances and that sort of thing. Um, and the biggest thing I would say that's different for me is that new button. So you've got that business overview. Is that so that quick entry? Um, you know, in desktop, yes, you've got the create invoice at the front and that sort of thing. But this sort of one place to enter all your data is the first thing that jumps out as well. Yeah, and and the advantage of this one is, I, I completely get like we are losing that wonderful um, kind of flow, Data aren't we? Flow, wasn't flow. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and I really like that. And there is a workaround for it. It's a bit janky. You can, there is a QuickBooks app that you can install for Windows and it does replicate that for you and you can kind of bring it in. But I wouldn't, I, I, I would adopt the new way. And the new yeah. way and this new button, you rightly say there, the advantage of this is that new button is near enough everywhere in QuickBooks. Doesn't yeah. matter what page you're on or what you're doing in QuickBooks, you have access to quickly go to that new button, and that that makes your workflow so much quicker, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, should we have a look at an invoice just yeah, so that they've got a feel of of? Um... So as Ross said, there's multiple ways of getting there, but using this new button is probably going to be the, the the one we would recommend going straight in. You press the new customers, click on invoice, and we're straight into hopefully a little bit more familiarity at this point. Yeah. And things that, that, you know, that they're accustomed to, um, the fact that you could create a customer name on the fly, as we call it, those are the same. The fact that you've still got to use a product and service on your invoice, you know, that hasn't changed. Um, you know, if we had a delivery address, we would have that separate box there that, you know, if you're a delivery type business, you know, a service business, you would still see that as well. Um, the custom fields you're showing there <clears throat> that you can add 
that they would be familiar with, that's the same. Yeah, um, it's important to note on those custom field, though, just so people are aware, I am using the highest version of QuickBooks for this one. So this is QuickBooks Advance. So you got to be mindful of, and we'll talk about what the differences are, but you've got to be mindful of which version of QuickBooks you go for. Like you did in desktop, right? There was different tiers. Yes. I'm showing QuickBooks Advance. So you may be seeing things on here that you won't necessarily see on a lower tier. So just bear that one in mind. Yeah. But on QuickBooks Advance, I have multiple uh, i think we, we found out wasn't it 12 was it in total i think it was top of our head yeah. um and also it's not just custom fields for invoices but you do custom fields for customers as well so that's gonna Absolutely. give you all those options are there and on desktop we had classes but um we have two in, in quickbooks online and we have classes and locations so that's a new feature that you wouldn't have had on the desktop as well so that yeah. additional field i think you've got it on uh, I've not turned it on on this one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, you'd find the classes over here, locations there, and um, yeah. tags. Was that that never came to desktop? Did it? That was a... no, no, that never came to. So that's something that's new for um, online only. But as you're saying at the top of that that page, that whole payment option, that's game changer, absolutely. So if anybody's in a service business, just that ability, and we do this. You know, all of our regular customers are on direct debit. We've connected Go Cardless. When we send them the invoice, it automatically pulls it. But also because it's online, it there's a little um, timeline at the bottom of the invoice that tells you it tells you when it was sent, it tells you when they've opened it, you know, it tells them when they viewed it. So you know that they've got that invoice and that they've seen it. So from a cash flow point of view, um, absolutely. And and then you can see the bank straight away, right? So when they go, oh, I, oh, I paid it this morning. You press refresh or paid it yesterday. It's like, I'm sorry, it's still not in the bank. You know, all of that's in your software. That's the big the big difference, right? Yeah, 100%. And, and attachments as well. Um, there was a few options to attach in desktop, wasn't there? There was a, from memory. Yeah, um, so you had a, the attachments in desktop, definitely still. Yeah. Um, but with here, you got a little bit of actual functionality where things like when you press send and you're going to send the invoice, you have the option to send the attachment with it. Um, again, because it's online, you send directly from the solution and there's multiple ways to send it. It can be sent as you would expect by email, but you can share a link and send it in your email solution of choice or even send and share via WhatsApp. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there who make it so much easier just to send it via WhatsApp. And, and if you're on your mobile phone, and again, all of this is going to be on an app on your mobile phone. You can send it however you want by text message, by whatever is going to yeah. be working for you. And I think that's, you get a lot more levels of customizations, right? Than what you wouldn't have had in a desktop scenario where it is just what's on that desktop that you get access to. Absolutely. And I just want to call out at the bottom of your screen, your make recurring. <clears throat> that would have been your template. So, in, in desktop, you can have the recurring templates, recurring bills, et cetera, and invoices. So that's where you would do it on online. So you've got that same functionality. And then also to the right, if you know any accountants or bookkeepers where, you know, you've looked at the client's file and it's really useful to be able to see the transaction journal, you know, you could do that on desktop. You go to the reports and you could see the transaction journal. You can do that in yeah. the, in the once it's saved, yeah, you'll be able to yeah, see the transaction journal down there as well so you've got that same so it does look different but a lot of the functionality that you're accustomed to is still there 
it's just might be in a different place that's the thing yeah 100 so that's looking at the new button and the invoice i mean we can quickly look at expenses one i what one thing i like when i'm training quickbooks is the fact that from an aesthetic point of view this looks very very similar as to, you know once you've got used to sending an invoice out aesthetically your expense looks very similar your bills look very similar still the same sort of kind of layout and everything else and you kind of expect what to see here um the bit that i think was definitely worthwhile to spend a little bit more time on though is that banking area isn't it so talk well, us before through before you do that Aaron if, sorry I just want to shout out remember in desktop you didn't have expense oh, so good point. Yeah. yeah you had you just did a bill or or write a check and you had to call it a check even though it wasn't a check right so the big difference with online is that you've got the check and the expense it's the bank payment that's what you want to see Right. So that's that's the nice difference that I like about it, that you don't have to pretend it's a check when it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and that just makes things so much easier. Right. Like yeah. we, we can fly through and, and put transactions in. The banking area is completely different. And um, don't worry about the fact this is a demo account. We've got kind of error messages popping up, but it is telling me now that my bank isn't connected. And it is the reason it's so prominent on this screen is because of the benefits you have when you do connect your bank account. So, I mean, this one's a cleaner bank account. It's, it's been connected up and everything else. And the biggest by far change and, and way that you kind of got to think is because you've got an active bank account connected to your solution, uh, to your system, means that a lot of that information is going to come in automatically. You make a payment somewhere in real life and that payment then will then automatically appear in here it's going to bring in the date for you. it's going to bring in the amount for you. it's going to bring in a description the way we deal with it is massively changed to what desktop is right absolutely um, but yeah. ultimately you're going to be saving a lot more time because that data is just going to be flowing through um, and you're going to have that confidence that you're not going to transpose a figure or you're not going to miss a miss a transaction and having to find that difference later we get much more of a a better feel of how our business is doing because we've got more real-time information because that data is flowing through. I mean, how how have you found your clients adjusting to that transition of desktop bank versus online bank? I think it's the biggest change and it's the sometimes the hardest thing for people to get, get used to. And you do have people who just think, well, I won't turn on the bank yet. I'll just use QuickBooks Online the way that I use QuickBooks desktop and we'll use our manual bank statements to reconcile the bank. And it's, you have to sort of almost demonstrate the benefit of it. Um, I think the worst thing you can do is to connect the bank feed and then not use it. That's where people get into a mess. We've got one person who's doing a bit of it and somebody who's ignoring it. And then you get sort of duplications and things like that. You've got to be all in or all out with the bank feed you've got to connect yeah. it and use it because it will allow you as you say it's the real-time information and the biggest difference for me is that of debtors is being able to know today from QuickBooks that somebody's paid you and then allocate that against your invoice and to actually have real-time information you know, once you clear that bank feed you know bar adjustments that P&L is your P&L you know, that and, the you know, we haven't even touched on there's so much a cash flow planner that you've got built in so you can actually get a real time feel of how you're doing. So 
Um, but you have to embrace it. You do really have to embrace, embrace the bank feed, learn how you use it efficiently. Um, and, you know, if you don't, it's like having a super duper blender in your house and still grating by hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> right? a great analogy. You know, yeah. You're using a whisk to make your, your smoothie when you've got a bullet sat on the countertop. It's, yeah, yeah it doesn't make sense to so embrace it, I would say get used to it, get some training, equipments have lots of free videos. Um, we'll ask at the end, you know, if anybody wants some training, you know, we may put on another webinar just hand-holding people through. But, yeah, definitely um, embrace the bank feed, I'd say. Definitely, 100%. And I think, for me, one of the biggest changes, and especially if we're looking at the type of clients that normally on desktop, normally it's a, you know, a, a well-established business, if they've had desktop for a while, they they probably got quite a long-standing business at that point because you I wouldn't yeah. imagine a lot many people would choose to go to desktop at this late stage. And normally, when you've got that sort of business, there's normally multiple people within the business who need access to here. And this is again where QuickBooks Online becomes so powerful because that moment you or that that element you said there about data management and talking about debtors, like first of all, it's so simple to add your bank. You literally press the link account. You go through the step-by-step -step here and then that data is going through. Now, you can add multiple users to here and you can restrict what they can and can't see. Yeah. So you could have a particular user who can only see the sales area. So if I jump to the sales and, and customers and go through there, and this is all they have. And if you've got someone maybe helping with debt management or anything like that, because it's real-time information, because you've got the information going in, you can have more confidence in that data going there. You're not having to wait for the accounting person to go through and, and maybe account for everything um, on if they, you know, if you work with them and have a better workflow, you could be chasing those debts sooner than you've had before because you're working with more accurate data. And it's, it's items like that, where the big benefit of having a solution that multiple people can work out, you can have multiple access and, and have a, a, an, an opportunity. You can work more efficient, efficiently as a business, can't you? Yeah. And, and I just want to call out on this screen, so desktop users might be now used to the customer centre and the supplier centre where they've got this same money bar. It looks very similar in in the desktop. And so the benefit of there is you, you see there sort of anything that's due and overdue, you can drill down into there and you can see exactly who they are. And you can then use the batch actions, not just to see it, because, yeah, you have the collection centre in desktop, but here you can click on, click it, send everybody a statement right from here, right? Everybody that's overdue. So you've, like I said, you've got everything that you had from that point of view, plus the ability to be really reactive to your debtors. So that's the thing that I love um, on here as well. Um, and there was something else that you mentioned that I just wanted to, um, to shout out when you were talking about um, sending invoices and, and the banks that you've got the foreign banks as well will come on to multi-currency so you know as many banks as you like and if you've got overseas banks they will pull through as well and the data from them as well which is really nice because often you know people got those bank statements sometimes once a quarter or you know something like that yeah. so yeah, yeah it makes a big difference even something as simple as you saving the account is all automatically connected as well. Like saving the account, you you would probably only look at once a year or, or whatever, wouldn't yeah. you? Whereas now you can get that automatically fed through. All right, um, let's just move on to migration of data. 
um, we've put the guide in there at the, at the end of here. So use the link that we've put in the comments, grab yourself a copy and we'll show you where it is. But towards the end of here, you'll have an opportunity to download the, the guide that Ross has put together. Highly recommend just going through there, more so as a, ch a checklist, get that data clean and tidy, ready before you do the migration. QuickBooks are offering a solution through what's called Move My Books, which is a uh, um, a company that can, uh, which QuickBooks has partnered with to actually do the actual migration. You get one year completely free of charge, no problem. There is additional years. There is a charge for that. Our recommendation is to talk to QuickBooks first, see what they, you know, see what they're doing. Tell them you're migrating from one to another. We've definitely seen some deals been made and some deals have been offered to try and sweeten the the, the blow as as best as possible. So. That I wouldn't go in there blind. I'd talk to QuickBooks, you know, even if it's a discount on your ongoing online subscription, right? It's going to be something worthwhile to talk to. Yeah, definitely. And that that additional years, I just want to shout that out that it is <laughs> current plus one year. So I've seen sometimes people say it's two years, it's your current year plus an additional year. So just bear that in mind when you're calculating the the add-ons as well. Yeah. And I think unfortunately timing's not been great to a lot of businesses with this one. The COVID years are anomalies one way or another, either, you know, big uplift or big downturn, whatever it's going to be. So a lot of people are looking to try and get past the COVID year. So, I, you know, a lot of the clients we've been working with are looking at five, six years, just so they've got some historical data that does make more sense to them. They yeah. can kind of utilize. So, yeah, that that's something to bear in mind. There are few things to be careful of when you are migrate, migrating the data. We've put here VAT, for example. Um, do make sure that you have turned VAT off on the desktop properly beforehand um, and do make sure um, that is turned off. Otherwise, you're going to be having a VAT file in, in QuickBooks Online. Unfortunately, in QuickBooks Online, you can't turn VAT off once it's on. It on, So you kind of have to do work around. Multi-currency can be a bit messy, can't it? You've just got to be really careful of that data going in. Again, this is all in your guide, so refer to the guide. But if you are already using multi-currency, definitely definitely look at the guide because there is some elements there and there's some of your uh, reporting um elements you're probably used to in desktop they're not going to be migrated so you might have to start rebuilding them again yeah so your memorized reports are not going to come over the vat if you're not that registered make sure you turn it off aaron says the multi-currency just to warn you a lot of the things that you'll see will say we don't migrate multi-currency well it's not that they won't they they don't advise it um, but some people have no option but when you convert, all of those accounts will go into a Sterling account. So the best thing is, you know, my handout is about tidy, tidy, tidy. You know, it's if you know exactly what it should be, then it's easier to get it back to that, right? But if you don't, then if you're dealing with a mess to start with, you're making it harder. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so you're not alone. Migration data can be done. It's not that you have to do it yourself. A good point good part to point out here as well historically in the desktop there used to be an option to, to migrate it directly from there that's not working at this point in time and yeah. that, that i think that was about a year ago that stopped working wasn't it yeah. um so move my books is what quickbooks and intuit are recommending and we would probably recommend it as well like it, yeah. it's been by far the the most simplistic way of doing it it yeah. is a case you grab the file the the backup file you send it to move my books using there solution of uh, upload etc um you tell them what file that is you want it to do and they do the rest for you so yeah um, again my recommendation around that is to and again it's in the guide clean up set of reports you know make sure you downloaded your data you've got your set of reports you know what's in your tb and all those things 
And then when you get the file back, check, 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 check. Don't sign it off. Don't say, yes, it's fine. If you haven't gone back and done a comparison of all the reports that you had beforehand, um, you will need to re-reconcile your bank uh, all in one go, but that's fine. Just make sure you know what should be in your bank rec, right? Before that you have reconciled probably now till the end of May before you hand that over, right? So definitely, definitely. Imagine your grandma's coming over, tidy your room. <laughs> tidy your room. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so migration of data is going to get the data over to QuickBooks Online. Now, when you're on QuickBooks Online, majority of what you are going to do, I would say 90% of what you need to do is fully available within QuickBooks Online. Unfortunately, though, there are a few items which are not available in QuickBooks Online. And I will say are not available within Asterix. The beauty of QuickBooks Online is the fact it's always been updated. I already know there is a stock element, which we're going to talk about in a minute, how stock is a limitation, but there is a whole stock update happening in the US at the moment. Um, they're using a kind of um, a really cool solution where they're bringing multi-channels multi in there and stuff like that. So I expect some of these stock issues to be resolved, but we are still having limitations there. So this next section for us is basically making you aware of what limitations are there, what workarounds we would recommend um, going forward. Um, so that at least then you can carry on working with your with your business. So, Roz, do you want to talk about the stock limit? Because that, that is the big one, right? That is the one that most yeah. people uh, get. And, and again, when you think about people who are using desktop, the reason they were using QuickBooks desktop was mostly or a big proportion of that, that group, and especially the ones who are still on there now, was because of the stock features, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if I just share my screen, yeah, now. you want to... Um... There you go. So I'm in the, the items, which is where you'd create your stock um, in QuickBooks desktop. And I, if I just bring up a stock item and then I'm going to ask you to do the same in yep. your online in a minute, Aaron, you'll, yep. you'll see the the depth that you had in a stock part um, in QuickBooks. You know, you had items, you had sub items, the manufacturer's part number. This was the biggie is the unit of measure. So the ability to you know, add whatever unit of measure by volume, by area, you know, that's a huge issue. Oh, I've got four arrows there. That's a huge <laughs> issue um, if you are a real, you know, full full on stock company or parts and bill of materials. Um, and what that meant is although you can do something that we call bundles, if you like, in in the online, the way that you could have done them in desktop where you had um you know, maybe some liquid here and a physical part here and you could mix them together, you're not going to be able to get that sort of functionality, okay? So you will still get the ability to have your purchase and your sales information, the price, the VAT code, all of those things, the preferred supplier, these bits here are exactly the same in, not exactly the same, but you have the same parity in yeah. online, um, the stock information you can get, but it won't be displayed as it is here. And what you won't get is this whole number of POs, sales orders and things like that against your, your stock part. So that is the big difference. And in terms of the type of items that you could have, um, you've got stock part and stock assembly. Yes. The stock assembly is your bundles, effectively, that you had in... Um, 
in online. So you, you can do it in a very simplistic form, but not to the extent that you can in desktop. So those are the things that you're going to, um, to lose. So, um, and then the whole sort of price list kind of feel as well. Um, you're not going to get in QuickBooks um, online. So Aaron's going to show you what that stock yeah. element looks like in online. I mean, you're right. It is far more simplified, isn't it? Yeah. We still have enough here for kind of your standard stock. Um, so if you were just having to keep an eye on quantity for hand, on hand, for example, you've got enough here. So an example would be I've got Coca-Cola hand, uh, Coca-Cola cans here as one of my stock items. Um, the type is classed as stock. If I was to edit this, you'll see the, the options we have. Nowhere near as many options as you have in the desktop but we still do have quantity of hand, reorder point. We can set who the purchase order is going to go to. So there's some kind of workflow there that for a more simplified stock, or at least if we just need to worry about whole items, we're, at, we're okay, aren't we? Yeah. Like you said, it's whenever it's, uh, you know, um, when you're actually manufacturing and there's X amount of widgets make make a, a doodah and a doodah makes something else. That's what we're missing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. There. But you've got picture. Yes, <laughs> although still not one hundred percent sure where those pictures go at this point in time. But yeah, we we can put a picture there if we want to um, and bring them in. Um, you you know, one of the nice things that I do find about this element, though, that I do you know, uh, I find it really useful is again because you've got multiple use cases, multiple people using it, you have the option of choosing what the say the VAT's going to be at this point, and that means that. If you've got an EPOS solution, for example, electronic point of sale, it can update that. You, you've got that's the advantage you're having on 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 the on the online bit, um, but it is definitely workarounds, isn't it? To to go through. You you mentioned bundles, bundles are there. I do get why like um, that is a way around it, but I'm not 100 convinced it fully works right. It 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 is a workaround and it is a little bit janky to try and do it as yeah. as um. ABC or, or BOM or however, whatever your your terminology is for having that, you know, um, materials or purchases that, that build a, a, an item. It can be used, but it doesn't quite feel right to me. Um, yeah, it's very simplistic. And the kind of the best use of it I've seen is in a really simple format. You know, we have a nursery that used to use this and, you know, they had a T-shirt, a book bag and a hat that you could buy separately but if you start at the beginning of the term, you could buy all of them together and you got them in a bundle. You know, it worked for that in a really simplistic way. But when you get to more complicated things, it, yeah, it's it's not going to be what you need. Um, but like you said, the opportunity that we have seen definitely with online is that with the add-ons, you actually get often a bespoke um, inventory or stock program that you can add in that often has above and beyond what you had in the desktop uh, and so people have actually find that it, it, they're better off using that add-on than what they were perhaps get getting in the desktop anyway so I would definitely see it as an opportunity um, I've we put on the slide a couple of companies that we know work and design to work with QuickBooks online which is SOS SOS Inventory and Unleashed, the two very different types of program. Um, uh, but, you know, what they will do is, you know, SOS was, they'll tell you they were designed for QuickBooks. 
So there's none of this trying to explain to them where you want things to go or how you want things to work. You can sometimes get with other add-ons. They absolutely get it. They absolutely do. Um, and like I said, Unleashed just do everything. You know, if you've particularly bigger companies, um, the, the, the level of customization is, is incredible on Unleashed. So others are on the market. We would say just go into the app area. If you could just show the app area in QuickBooks, that they can go to Aaron and, um, you know, if you just type in the word inventory or um, or stock in that area, you'll see what's on there and you'll see some reviews as well. Um, but sometimes this isn't exhaustive, right? So sometimes there are great products that are not on there. So, you know, just do Google stock in QuickBooks as well if you need to. Yeah. I, I think for me, like... Um... The stock has been the biggest part that stopped people from moving to from desktop before. That was always the bit that was holding people back. And yes, there are all these amazing solutions here, and I would highly recommend it. I mean, SOS inventory is always one that gets talked about. Um, but what I've been challenging the people who are moving is think about this as an opportunity to think about your stock management system as being a chance to upgrade it. Um, yeah. There are ways in which forget about the financial side of things and and making that easier or better or anything else. But how can we find a way for your business to be more efficient in dealing with stock? A great example is a particular stock solution I was looking at for a client. They get to use a, um, a, scanner. a scanner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and every step that they go, they literally can scan it and adjust the quantity there and then yeah. without having to worry about typing the numbers and stuff like that. Absolutely. And I think for me, that's where it gets exciting, right? Like yeah. there are ways where you can completely streamline it. Now, QuickBooks did buy um, a company called Trade uh, uh, Gecko, um, and they do have a quick QB Commerce. And I absolutely love QB Commerce. I think it's a great solution. The problem is, um, it's not in the UK anymore. It got taken from the UK. Um, but this is the sort of thing where they are looking to bring this into um quickbooks advance in the us and part and parcel of that um and it's it's thinking about it in a different way instead of having to um have just one multi one one place to put all your um stock it's all about multi-channels so you might have an online store and a physical store and a warehouse and amazon ebay and everything else you can connect all of those together and i think when you start thinking in it at that sort of level and start really seeing what it can do for you and your business that's where the pill becomes less of a, a uh, you know, less less hard to swallow, right? Because you are having to be forced to change from desktop that you love or, or have been using for X amount of years. But if there's a way to actually improve your efficiencies and improve your business, that's where it becomes beneficial, right? Absolutely. And, and those connectors are the ones that you're seeing there, you know, the Shopify. We've got a few e-commerce clients who are selling on multi-channels, you know, they're on eBay, they're on um, Amazon, etc. And we use one connector to bring all of that data in into the one file. You know, you've got things like Link My Books, you've got things like A2X, you know, these people who specialize in the whole e-commerce market. And whereas you'll have clients who are still uploading from this platform into that platform, all of that is now, you know, you can link one platform and it will bring all of that data in. So, yeah, look at QuickBooks as your bookkeeping package. And if you stock control is what you need, bring a great stock control package alongside that. That's what I would say. 
definitely. Now, before we move to multi-currency, we've had a question come in. Uh, Michael's asked the following. How can I tell if I own my QuickBooks desktop software outright? Is there anything you can show on the sample company there, Roz? Um, so I don't think... Um, so normally you do F2. So F2 would normally yeah. give you your... Um, your package and I would say look at what release that you're on so you can't be on a 2021 and own it outright so they moved everything to that subscription model so I'm trying to think the version the last version that you could have bought outright and I think it's about 2018 but okay. we will we will try and check after this and if we can post the update I will. It's either 16 or 18, I think, was when they upgraded everybody. So um, F2 is all I did to get in here. Um, and it gives you everything about your file. And at the top, it tells you what release um, that you're that you're on. It also tells you the size of your file as well, which is useful in terms of they'll look at that anyway for you when you want to migrate the size of the yeah. file. Somewhere in here, there's a number that they call targets, which is how big, how many, how, what the detail is in your file. So, um, yeah, 16 or 18, I think, is the last time. There we go. Andrew Thank you, Bronson. Andrew Chappell. 2017. There we go. I was close. Yeah, 2016 outright. Thank you. So, brilliant. And like you said, you can use F2. Click on the top there and you can find yeah. out what, what version you're on. You can see what version. But but if you want to move to QuickBooks online and you're on one of those older versions, they will migrate you upwards to 2021. I think you have to be on. They'll migrate you upwards and then they'll convert you to QuickBooks online. If anybody Brilliant. wants a 2006 version, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, so other issues slash workarounds, multi-currency we've kind of touched on already, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I mean, what what is it that people are struggling with the most with the with the currency ones? It was um, it was um, the calendar, wasn't it? You don't have that wonderful calendar view anymore. Um, there were items it, like that, wasn't it, that you're missing out on? It's more more quality of life than actual functionality, wasn't it? Yeah, so there'll be little things that, you know, shortcuts that you'll be used to, right? So, you know, the, the control F, that there's a nice find on de on desktop, right? When you want to look yeah. anything up that we loved, um, that just takes you to that. And, you know, you just went to amount and then you you search. But that is really straightforward on QuickBooks on, online now as well. Um, so things, though, that I think people will miss, I think things that I think are kind of nicer is when you're in an invoice, just kind of seeing that history of an invoice of who, how it's been paid. Um, so you had all those buttons at the top and you could look at the, the invoice history from the top of the screen as well. I've been in many, maybe a lot of your clients weren't using that, but the yeah. transaction history um, was nice just to kind of see it all laid out there in one, uh, in one go was nice. Um, I think the allocation of invoices and credit notes when you're allocating money was really nice in desktop when you went into the payments um, of things, when you did pay bills um, was something that I like, the ability to sort of do that batch all in one go. You know, if you wanted to, if you were showing a batch payment, you could tick all the things that you were paying and you could see yeah. that 
at the bottom. And you, but you do do have pay bills in QuickBooks Online, um, which is similar. Um, you had this allocate credits, which was nice that you could actually see the credit notes listed here. Um, so again, there are there are you have to do it individually. So you on QuickBooks Online, you can't see the individual credits when you're allocating credits in this batch scenario. Yeah. Um, the biggest, I think, possibly loss people might, might notice is if they were using the whole batch entry in here. So this ability to batch enter your transactions, oh, I remember this. You could yeah, copy yeah, yeah. and paste them in and then upload them. But the truth is, if you, you know, people often use this because they had a third party of something somewhere else, right? Well, yes. what we're saying now is in QuickBooks Online, you can upload from a CSV into the product or you can connect with lots of versions straight into the product. So, you know, I would say speak to QuickBooks Online, reach out to me and Aaron. If there are things that you're thinking, how would I do that? Then reach out and we can sort of talk you through what the alternatives are. If there's something in particular, um, your reports was the other thing you had on there, Aaron. Oh, that before you go to Google... reports, though, yeah. um, the one thing on multi-currency that I know um, is going to be a problem is it's back to the stock again, isn't it? We can't have multiple foreign sales prices and items or anything like that anymore. So that's the only thing why I don't think there is a, a workaround that I can even think of. I, it yeah. is just a case when, unfortunately, unless you are going to use a third-party solution to do your sales for you, which, in fairness, that is what we've done with a couple of clients. We've used um, more of an EPOS kind of solution um, to, to, to kind of drill, drive, drive their sales. And as you were saying then, it was then bringing that data in yeah. uh, connected. Unless yeah. you're going to be looking at that, there's nothing really – there's no workarounds for that, is there? It's just a, no. an unfortunate no. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't attempt to. So you can't have that price list in a foreign currency. So if you've advertised that your holiday is a thousand euros, you can't put a thousand euros as a price into QuickBooks, and it's always going to convert it, <clears throat> excuse me, to the price on the day. There's no workaround for that. And if that's your scenario, you definitely need to use a third-party app. I wouldn't even attempt to work around that because otherwise you. Well, the workaround is that you change the exchange rate every time and you don't yeah. want to be doing that, in my opinion. So no, that makes sense. Um, and just just on that batch one, though, just so people are aware, on advance, there is a batch transactions option. I'll just quickly show it. Yeah. Uh, the QuickBooks advance only. Um, at the moment, though, it's um, kind of got gr growing pains is probably the nicest way of talking about it. It does work. It does kind of do what it says, but it it's not as slick as it was on uh, QuickBooks desktop, was it, unfortunately? Mm, yeah, but it looks very similar. They've obviously tried to sort of replicate that look and feel, right, of, yeah. of QuickBooks desktop. And, yeah, so I think that's the main things with stock and with multi-currency. There are limitations, particularly if you've got both. That's a really problematic um, issue, I'd say. Yeah. Um, the and then other... Wasn't it? It's the fact you can't... You know, or, or it doesn't save that VAT report for you. It is a manual job to save the VAT report, which yeah, I would have thought most people are kind of used to anyway. In the in the online world, we 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 take copies of it and that's fine. But just just be aware of that an extra step. And then custom fields is only available in advance, and I think that's a that is a huge one, right? Like yeah. a lot of people using desktop for bank details of how to make payments to um to supplies and stuff, right? Yeah, and that's what they were using. Well, you get three custom fields in online if you know as standard, but if you want those extended 
custom fields and the cust and the complexity of the custom field. So if you want dates in your custom yeah. fields, if you want a checklist, so in QuickBooks desktop, you have price lists and things like that. So if you want that sort of checklist feel, you do need to go to advanced. Um, yeah. And I think advanced is going to be a good solution for some bigger companies because advanced also gives you the complexity of the users and roles that you had in desktop. So the, the roles in desktop are way more complex than they are in online. So yeah. do just bear that in mind. Definitely. Um, other major issues, I think that's the ones, I mean, it's, it's stock was the main one. And then a lot of the other ones are just, it's just going to be user third party, um, unfortunately, to kind of get yeah. get them in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, was one on sales orders wasn't there it's not quite sales orders anymore it's now invoices so yeah oh yeah and uh, sorry um estimates uh, estimates sorry yeah, yeah. estimates. Yeah. And, but you have uh, got progress invoicing now and so you can can do an estimate and you can part invoice it by percentage and that sort of thing which is good you have got purchase orders as well in quickbooks online as well so lots of those features are in there and just so, one more shout out for um, Advance. You do have the option now to back up. So that was another reason why people weren't happy with it. And and it it was always kind of, for me, a, um, an option where I was a little bit confused why you'd want to back up. The whole beauty of being online is the fact that it's automatically updated. You don't have to worry about backups and everything else. Yeah. But actually it's important, right? Because for the bigger clients, they need to have that confidence and that that comfort blanket have been able to restore to a point because yeah. of something that's gone wrong. Yeah. And that's yeah, what the absolutely. Yeah. Gives. yeah, absolutely. And we had that once where some blip happened and like we had 500 one pound fifties entered in one day, or, you know, you use the third party tool to bring in loads of invoices and they all come in wrong. Now there are great, uh, a lot of the things like transaction pro that some of us older desktop heads would know uh, and these big deleter type things uh, sasan is another one they work with quickbooks online as well so all those tools are really great for importing bulk data but also for bulk deleting data as well so if that's your issue but you don't want to go to advance there are great tools out there that will solve some of those problems for you but for whatever reason if you want to back up you know regularly then advance is the way to go yeah yeah one um one thing that you can do that you couldn't do on desktop just to keep it a bit positive is you can have multi companies open if you want to just have two different type of browsers or one uh, one in um in incognito which you you stopped having the option to do that in desktop for a while didn't you yeah. so that's one small plus yeah. okay so there your current issues workarounds what else we got uh, reports we'll, we'll we've talked about reports already but I mean there are it's mostly there right now there's and there's some more reports you can do in online you can't do in desktop. So it's it, the, the, we do have kind of uh, mostly feature parity at this point, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, there's very few. There's one that I can't remember that people always ask me about. The, the big one was the the when you're on cash accounting for VAT. So the oh, yeah, getting yeah. that back report, which is, is new and which is great. That was probably the big one to be able to see what your outstanding that is on your debtors and creditors that's now in quickbooks online uh, i i i'd love that challenge i think probably 99 percent of any report anybody asked me to get 
from desktop I could get on online if anybody wants to challenge me. If Roz can't, it can't be done. That's how Um, it works. (laughs) So, yeah, but mostly you you can get it. You can get it done. Um, I guess the big thing is your memorised reports. Your memorised reports do not come over. So you do just want to have a play and make sure you knew what the setup is. Because often we do these memorised reports and we've used them for so long. And I've had some like that that I don't even remember what which report I ran to start with to configure it in that way. So um, just do bear that in mind as yeah. well. And again, push for advance here. We have our whole report customization option here where you can build pretty much any report you can think of, right? It is yeah. just the tools to go out there and build it. Um, and we do have more, I suppose, um, fancy reports or more visual reports, shall I say, in terms of the performance center, which, yeah, I think that's a, a nod as well back to desktop, isn't it? There's more yeah. kind of yeah. these sort of reports there as well. And I just want to shout out for accountants, that thing of having all your clients in one place, right? Just being able to toggle. We, you know, there are things that we're completely taking for granted, Aaron, because we've been using it for so long, you know, um, that ability to toggle. So in desktop, you could go open a second company, but you only got, you didn't get all of the functionality if you had a first and a second company open. Well, now, like you said, you just open a separate tab and you can have a completely, well, separate tab or incognito and separate browser. You can look at two companies at the same time. So yeah, yeah. lots of lots of pluses. We haven't touched on half of the pluses on, on it, but um, we just want you to know that yeah. it's it's a good option. And they are they are pushing this multi currency report in spreadsheets with spreadsheet sync. So we're not hundred percent convinced on it yet, are we? Kind of I think it needs a yeah. bit more bit more work to it. But it is like the bare bones is there, like there is an option to bring it. So again, this is where having that online version gives you that chance to to, to build it up and go from Yeah. There. Absolutely. How are we awesome. doing for time? We are vastly running out. So most importantly, out of all this, is the ROS cheat sheet. I've already put a link into the chat there, so do make sure you do grab yourself a copy of that. And it's this little button download here. Apparently, you're not going to be able to see this one, or hopefully you are by the time you go and look at it. If not, click on this little button here, and you're going to get access to it. Both myself and ROS do have options for you to be able to get yourself a discounted version of QuickBooks, so just reach out to either of us, and we can talk through there. We've just put some indicative prices here just so people are aware of, of what sort of prices they are. But yeah, I'm sure uh, we can do some deals and everything else and QuickBooks themselves can do some deals as well. So yeah, just treat them as indicative. And that's pretty much it then. I know we kind of rushed through that last bit, but from you, Roz, like when you talk and, and think about kind of the success stories and everything else and how people have moved over, ultimately, what's how's it been when you've moved people over from desktop to to um, to quickbooks online has been any catastrophic issues people should be worried worried about or no mostly okay i i I just think like i keep saying tidy your room you know tidy up that data before you move check that data after you've moved make sure it's all right you'll have to reconcile the bank again in one go but once you're in uh you you know get some training make sure you understand how to use it well don't use half of the software um it's a, it, it really will save you time. Uh, I There are very few draw bra- drawbacks that I can think of. Um, you do just need to be aware of, of being willing to explore the software, make sure you're using it to its full, 
um, and understand the efficiencies that are there. The bank feed is a, is a game changer. Invoicing, debt control is a game changer with go cardless. And often it's those two things for me, and the reporting is still great, that people see the biggest time savers in and, of course, being able to access it anywhere, being able to have it on your phone, you know, huge, particularly now when people are doing hybrid working, right? Yeah. 100%. So that ability to work from home if you need to and still do everything is a complete game changer. Absolutely. I still love desktop, but, you know, you have to move on. <laughs> yeah, the broken heart, won't it, when it comes yeah. to the 30th of June. So there we have it. That is a talk about what's to expect on the 30th of June. We are we do have another one of these runs. So if you are listening to us not live and you are listening to us back at one of our various ways where you can get uh, watch this program or this webinar, then please do think about joining us on the 22nd where we'll make sure we, we'll leave a little bit more time in for questions and answers and, and try and think there. And if there's anything between then, do let us know, either of us, if there's anything you want us to topic, if, if there's any particular issue you're facing that we haven't covered, things like that, throw it on there. Um, and then on the 22nd, we will still go through the bare bones of what we talked about today, but we will make sure that there's some bit opportunity to be a bit more interactive with people as well. So sounds good. Roz, yeah. how can people find you, talk to you, get in contact with you? Anything you want to promote, push, go for it. So LinkedIn, you'll find me at, at Ros Hodgson. Um, you can reach out to me there. Um, <clears throat> on my cheat sheet, you'll see that you can, there's a code you can scan if you want to book 15 minutes for free with me to talk through getting your QuickBooks moved across. Um, I've got various offers in terms of having a look at your data. If you need a bit of handholding, I can do that. Um, but yeah, that's where you'll find me. Bcams, Ros at bcams.co.uk. I don't know if I put my email out there. Um, or you can find me online. There you go. I think put with your team. I put someone well. else's email. That's the way to do it. <laughs> the way to do it. I like it. Brilliant. And thank you very much, Roz. This has been absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to uh, to the twenty second when we can talk about a few more issues and problems in more detail. Brilliant. Um, and, and we can go from there. So a thank you from myself for, for everyone who's been talking to as well. Thank you everyone who's, who's sent some questions in and, and brought the questions and been watching as we go along. Very much appreciated. But please do use the links provided to reach out to us if there's anything you need help with. Ros, thank you again. Thank you for your no time worries. today. And absolutely brilliant. Um, and if you just want to stay online, because uh, we'll, we'll go through the uh, the last bits and I will then close the show from here. But thank Excellent. you everyone for watching. And I'm Thanks sure everyone. we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.